0: Welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Josie Barron. When we were stood in worship, just there, I, uh, I had a picture of a sniper rifle bullet being loaded into it, and a guy taking aim. And uh, at first, I was like, "Oh, cool! God's taking aim at some stuff. Nice. That's excellent." And then clicked with me that God's not destructive. Doesn't destroy things like that. And God spoke to me and said, That's the enemy taking aim at family, and it's the enemy taking aim at community. Because family and community are so important. I'm sure each one of us has a story of a family breakdown, of broken community, of broken relationships. I know myself, when I, uh, when I first came to Scarborough, um, seven years ago now, it was a a ripping away of everything that I'd had in Glasgow, all my friends, my biological family up there, I say biological family because I had a church family as well, and uh, coming here, and it was a a tearing of that, and when I came here I knew that I was going to need a family here, and so I came and found you guys. And that was, uh, that was awesome. Because that, that, uh, this family has seen me through so much in my life. And I'm sure that there are countless testimonies of people around the room who would say the same thing. Jesus cared about family. We don't hear much about his family in the New Testament one of the things that we do here is actually quite negative when it says that he's back in his hometown and we surrounded by friends and family who knew him as he was growing up. He knew him as Joseph's son. He could do hardly anything there because they didn't see him as the son of God. They just saw him as a son of Joseph. But on the cross, one of the last things Jesus does is look down at John and look at his mother and say, Mother, here's your son. John, here's your mother. And you make sure that she's going to be cared for, she's going to be looked after, she's going to be loved, she's going to be cherished. When I, uh, when I was preparing this, I had sort of three questions that were going around my head about family. Oh, and hi, mum. She'll probably be listening to the podcast. I um, do <laughs> They're saying hi, mum. We love
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting him have us. Oh, that's having him. <laughs> yeah.
0: Three questions. What do we mean by we are a family? What's the importance of being family? And how does that outwork itself practically? What does it look like day to day? I think we should discuss that as a church, don't you? Let's do that. Why don't you all get into groups of four or five? Family size. Mess up the chairs, sit in circles. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, first of all, what do we mean by we're a family? Go on. Mess up the chairs, have fun. Let's be family together, guys. Perfect. Okay. My lovely assistant, Dan, has a microphone. Beautiful as always. Let's do a quick run round. Can we get some hands in the air if someone's got an answer for that?
1: Unconditional love.
0: Nice.
2: We love one another. We bear with one another when people annoy us. We're all different. Even identical twins are different. We encourage one another. We have disagreements with one another. We fall out, but we forgive one another. And we stick up for one another.
0: Absolutely. Um, uh, you can't be family on your own. Uh, no one... If, if you're on your own, you're not a family. You need to be in connection with other people. Excellent. Let's take one more.
2: We're all connected by a common name. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's sort of the same support and
0: everything like that, you know, connection Absolutely. and stuff. Fantastic. So, um... One of the answers I got came from Corinthians.
2: Uh. Oh,
1: sure. <laughs> it has
0: got a Bible, man. <laughs> Found an actual Bible in my room. It's amazing. <laughs> I've got all the rest of the Bible verses written down on here. This is the only one I've got on here. It's just too long. So, Corinthians 12. The body is a unit. Though it's made up of many parts... And though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ, for we were all baptized by one Spirit into one body, whether G- Jews or Greeks, slave or free. And we're all given one Spirit to drink. That the body is not made up of one part but of many. If the foot should say, "Because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body," it would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. I don't know about you, but there's definitely times where I felt like a foot. I'm looking at all the other hands, going, "Whoa." Oh, I don't fit. You know, there's there's definitely times in life where you go through those periods of, I'm not sure I fit here. Like, nothing seems to be quite right. But that's because you're a foot. You're not a hand. That's okay. You're unique. If the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where'd the sense of hearing be? The whole body was an ear. Where would the sense of smell be? (laughs) We are all unique. We're all individual. We all have an individual expression that when we come together makes up something complete and makes up something whole. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts that seem to be weaker are indispensable. As a family, guys, we need each other. We can't just say to one another, "Oh, I'm, I'm not so you know you're not so useful to me," because I guarantee there'll be a point where someone will come up to you and say something encouraging, they'll, or they'll buy you a drink in the hub, or or something, and you just think, chings, That was just what I needed that day," because we all have something to bring and we all have something to give. Yeah.
1: That's right.
0: oh, man. That's good. We talked about it in Ephesians that uh, that we that the, the we the body we the The church are the fullness of God. And Pastor Paul elaborated on that, you know, that there is something that when we come together, we are the fullness of God. There's something revealed of God when we all come together and bring our own unique expressions, because we all have that little bit that we're all bringing together, like a perfect recipe that everything comes together and just works. So, question two. What is the importance of being family? A couple minutes. Go for it. What is the importance of being family? Okay, that was more of a preacher's minute, but, you know, we'll take it. We've got some answers to that. What is the importance of being family?
2: It's our primary evangelism tool. They will know you're Christians by your love for one for another. God himself said it is not good for man to be alone. And God himself is not alone. And we're made in his image. Absolutely. So we're wired for connection. Absolutely. So we said it's to be able to belong, that you're not isolated, uh, to believe, to befriend, to bless each other. <laughs> we were the beast. To build. <laughs> Families become community. That it's safe boundaries and it's a place to grow. Absolutely. And uh, bat and Passing, there's an element of family passing it on. Um, yeah, absolutely.
0: the Bible passed down to us. So much fun, because uh, I've obviously gone away and did a bit of like, study and looking into this. It's so awesome to hear your answers and to think of, uh, to hear things that you haven't thought of yourself. And that's why it's great to be part of family, because I don't have all the answers here. We have the answers here. We have the answers together. Um, we got any more? I'm sorry, I'm making Dan run. T-
1: we said about how... Um, with a family you pass down a legacy. So how um, we're all here as different generations to pass the baton on to the younger generation, but that um, we talk specifically how you can have an inheritance of money and that only gets you so far in life. Whereas when it's an inheritance of wisdom, um, sort of you, you can pass it down to the younger generation and say you go further than me. You you don't do you know, I've I've learnt lessons that you won't have to go through. Um, and how it's valuable as a family to pass on um, experiences. Um, you might never know what someone's been through, but you can pass on, you go further. You don't Absolutely. have to go through what I've been through.
0: Absolutely. I think it was Edison that said that I can see much further than other men because I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. we got one more.
2: Uh, we mature together, grow together. Uh, family changes us. Uh, feeling of belonging. Uh, together as family we can do more than as an individual and allowing people to help you to grow together we protect one another we comfort one another um, a safe environment to grow in the best scenario and to be part of something bigger than yourself and to be nurtured
0: absolutely grand. And so just going back to that corinthians verse if one part suffers, every part suffers. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Those are such uh, the the one and others in the Bible talk about um, us being together as one. You know, we've had it modelled for us by God, who is one, but multiple parts. Psalm sixty eight says, "God settles the lonely in families, family and community." Like the Bible talks about is completely countercultural to where we're at in the world today. In the world today, everything says, "Protect what's mine and only what's mine. Stand for what's mine and only what's mine." Whereas family and community says, "Come in, you're welcome, you're invited, you're needed, you're necessary. You have a part to play. We want you here. It's completely different to how the world thinks and the world needs this. As someone said, it's one of our greatest evangelism tools. You'll know them by the love for each other. And Jesus said when he was asked, what's the greatest uh, commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. That bit gets glossed over sometimes. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your God. Yay, we're good at that. can do that, but, but love your neighbor as yourself. So there's two things to say on that. First off, you've got to love yourself to be able to love your neighbor. Yeah, so you've got to look after yourself. You've got to hear what God's saying about you. Listen to it. Take it on board. And then from that, you're able to love others. And love others with God's love, that passion So that third question, how does being family outwork itself practically? Let's go for that, a couple of minutes. How does family outwork itself practically? What does it look like day to day? Okay, so I'm going to ask Dan to go around every group this time and pick your top practical Working of family. So pick one and we'll take one from every group.
2: Um, Peter said um, if you can't, if you don't know how to change a wheel on a car, then somebody in that family will know how to do it. So it's practically helping one another with, oh, with yeah. different gifts yeah. and different abilities that we all have that are all unique to us. It's, How we work that out in our family. So, if you can't do something, it's having that confidence and security to be able to go and ask, which is something that God gives us also. Is that sometimes we don't even like to ask, but it's also that wisdom that God builds in us and that trust and that love to be able to go out to somebody else in that church, in our church. Sorry? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Uh, it's a safe place to be weak,
0: be yourself, be vulnerable.
2: Um, we talked about having different roles. All of us within the family have got a different role. Um, and we also talked, someone said, about passing on the baton to the younger generations. And for myself and, and Richard, we do that a lot within the, the groups that we have with Where the Spirit. We're um, not only doing the spiritual things but the practical help where necessary because you're relating to people and that was the other thing we talked about it's really much easier to relate to other people if it's around an activity of some kind rather than just a sit and chat but if you're actually involved in doing things then you can relate and then you know how to be able to help and help
1: one another
0: totally.
2: we, we talked about just saying the odd hi and bye and actually going the extra mile for someone. Um, This could be the smallest thing to a smile, because we said a smile travels. So, yeah, just having an open heart for the Spirit, just to be led to do whatever you feel
0: to do in that moment. Absolutely, yeah.
2: Um, Knowing when you're having a bad day, that there's always somebody there for you. God moves us all forwards, despite our difficulties,
0: and uh, we're all in together
2: shipping with each other, spending time with each other, sharing food.
0: Absolutely. it's a good one. (laughs) That was our one, they pinched it.
2: Yeah, so yeah, spending quality time with each other, um, like doing things that you all enjoy, going out for meals, going to the cinema, things like that. Definitely. Um, We talked about what it looks like day to day, is that Claire loves decaf tea. You drink pear cider. Ryan likes a pint And it's knowing one another and hanging out with one another.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. So I've got a, a few verses here and I'll quickly go through some of those. So Hebrews ten, twenty five, not give up meeting together as someone's in the habit of doing, but encourage encouraging one another. We all have something to bring. So let's come together regularly, in whatever form that looks like. First Peter four nine, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Do you ever wonder who Peter wrote that to? Yeah, that's an interesting one. <laughs> Show hospitality to each other, with a, to one another, without grumbling. That's great. Yeah. Host each other. Have people in for tea. Go out for coffee. You know, go bless some of the local shops and uh, coffee shops and and uh, restaurants and have food together, or come together in your house and you know bless each other and host each other. Uh, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. It's all inclusive. Let's invite everybody in. Let's not have, you know, oh, I can't talk to you or I can't have you around. Let's be all inclusive and have people around and, and welcome strangers into our midst. Uh, Leviticus 19, and 34. Go to Old Testament. When a foreigner resides amongst you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigners residing amongst you must be treated as native born love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. I read that as look out for others there we have people we have uh, Syrian refugees come in a few years ago, and our church' one of the people uh, the groups who were putting on things for them to be able to do, and they were really blessed by that let 's welcome people in as they come into our town ephesians four three Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Let's keep short accounts with each other. Yes, we're going to fall out, and yes, there's going to be some, you know, there's going to be some disputes, and, you know, there'll be, there'll be things that we need to resolve. But let's try to keep short accounts wherever possible. Sometimes it's not possible to settle things there and then, and we need to get other people involved, and that's absolutely fine, and that's right that we do so. But let's always try to protect that bond of peace that God's put in us, and God's put here. And always remember our two taglines, a place to belong and welcome home. As we grow, let's keep welcoming people into this family. Let's make them feel like they belong, like they're part of the home, because God is going to do amazing things here and we are going to see growth. That vision for our church of 2000, we don't want to lose what we already have. We want to protect that, protect that sense of family, but we want to protect it by welcoming people into the family, not by excluding them from it. So that's, uh, that's just my reminder to you guys today. Um, family is really important. The enemy hates it. Absolutely hates family. He hates unity, he hates family, he hates community, and he will try and steal, kill, and destroy those things. So be on the lookout for it. Protect one another, look out for one another, cover one another. Yeah. Family is awesome, and you guys are wonderful, and I am blessed and honoured to be a part of your family. That's me.
1: Praise God! That was good, wasn't it? That was that. It was really good. It's good to be in groups as well sometimes and preach at each other and share together and buy into it. One one question I'd I'd say uh, to take home personally. Uh, after something like that is, is always you know because it stirs lots of thoughts about what we are what we could be where we're going but one important question in all of those and especially when you're talking about family is well what's my part in that because it's very it, it's uh, it's very easy to think well that's not working or that's not working or whatever but actually the only way it changes is people saying what's my part in this Pointing out somebody else's faults never does anything, really. It's just what we have to do, you know. So that would—I would be, I would say take that away and, and pray over it. You know, what's my part in this? Is, have I got anything more that God wants me to do? Uh, another practical thing would be, um, is this the time I really want to get involved with a house church? Um, about half of us um, are involved in in the actual house churches, and not everybody is because some people are involved in other things and they're getting... That community there, because you can't get all of this on a Sunday. Although we're all family, you can't have 100 people round to tea every week, unless you're very wealthy. I don't think any of us quite fit that category yet. So, you know, maybe to come. But, um, yes, all around Pete's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> your house is big enough. <laughs> we could hold six house churches in your group, in your house. Well, if if you haven't seen the house it's it's amazing house it's lovely house Um, and it was god-given amazing um yeah so that's another practical follow-up we don't really have a, a central allocating you to a group thing it's just well who are you getting on with and where do they go and go to that you know i i we could try and have a central coordination of what group you go into, but you didn't go to the central church coordinator of Scarborough and ask them which church you were being assigned to, did you? You just chose one, and you're here. And actually, house church could be just like that. You can just choose. It's okay, you know. And um, if you're not sure who they are, then yeah, we we can help with that. But yeah, Ron and Deborah, they're great house church leaders. Uh, you can talk to them. Uh, John and Stacy uh, uh, over here. Look, there's 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 some more. Um, There are others, but they're secret. (laughs) No, just ask. But really, the best thing is not to go by the leader, but to go, just talk to your friends. Are you part of one? Do you go to something? You know? And um, others are just about to explode onto the scene. There's going to be a lot more as the church grows. So a lot of you will be leading them because it will just be necessity. (laughs) Praise God. A great morning. Have an absolutely fantastic week. Don't forget, the prayer room is open. Talk to Claire if you want to be involved. That's not for specialists only. It's our resource as a people group. Um, so talk to Claire if you want to get involved upstairs with the prayer room because she generally knows what's on the timetable. Um, if you want to get involved in all, any sorts of prayer, you can talk to Shona, who's the prayer director, and she'll, she'll teach you and train you and mentor you. <laughs> I just start to throw that in there. <laughs> i got a bit of a look then. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. No, have a great week. See you all soon. Enjoy your coffee and tea. Be blessed.
2: Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.